Welcome to the Higher Podcast with Austin Gravit. Exclusive interviews with CEOs, celebrities, and top-tier guests in the entertainment industry that are making an impact in the world while making themselves a priority to stay in top shape. This is the Higher Podcast. Gravitating toward your higher self. Welcome to the very first solo episode, 32 Lessons in 32 Years. At the time of this recording, I'm now 32 years old. Throughout my experience as a coach and being coached, I've discovered this. There is something incredibly grounding about hearing lessons that someone else has gained from their own life. And so for my 32nd birthday, I thought I would finally share my own 32 lessons on this episode. And maybe this will become a yearly tradition, who knows? But keep in mind, these aren't meant to be prescriptive. They are my own subjective truths. They're simply meant to act as a reminder from myself to myself and to tribute to all the things in life I've learned so far. Some of these are pretty straightforward and others I'll expand on. If there's anything on this episode that resonates with you, please feel free to share this episode with someone that you think it will benefit. Now here's to the 32 life lessons in 32 years. Life lesson number one, never be afraid to be yourself. For years, I tried to be someone I was not so that I be accepted and loved by people. I learned that it's better to be disliked for who you really are than to be liked for who you're not. When you're not being yourself, you're being someone you're not, therefore being inauthentic. To be yourself, you have to know who you are and love that person. Life lesson number two, the quality of your life will come down to the quality of the choices you make. Every choice begins with questions we ask ourselves. Whether consciously or unconsciously, we have the ability to change our focus in an instant by transforming our mindset from limiting to self-empowering. In fact, as soon as you make a choice, your mind will immediately begin searching for the answer, taking you from somewhere expected or unexpected. So if you're not happy with the answers you're getting, maybe it's time to reconsider your questions. Life is a matter of choices that begin with question. Life lesson number three, replacing fear of the unknown with curiosity opens infinite streams of possibility. It's simple. If you want to grow, you must be willing to let go. The only constant in life is change. When it comes to change, you have two choices. Resistance or acceptance. Resistance to change is easier in the short term, but if you resist change, you can stay in your comfort zone where it's soft and warm. If you accept change, acceptance of change will reward you in the long term. You will be challenged. You will be forced to adapt to new surroundings, but you will evolve. Because when you're fearful of the unknown, What you're really unsure of is your ability to create your own life. Life lesson number four, action breeds more clarity than thought. 
Because at the end of the day, you will only learn, improve, and figure it out by doing. You'll learn how to exercise by exercising. You'll master the art of writing by sitting down and writing every day. When you lean into your curiosity and walk the path, you will gain experience and the answer to what you actually want will reveal itself to you as you work towards what you think you want. All you need is the where and not the how. Once you begin to walk the path and trust the process, the answer begins to reveal itself to you and the way begins to appear. That's why you can't think your way into a new life. You have to act. Life lesson number five, a bad day is not a bad life. I'm sure you probably had a bad day you can once remember. Hear me out for a second. If you're 30 years old, that means you've lived over 10,000 days in this lifetime. One bad day divided by 10,000 days is a mere 0.01 days of your life in terms of percentage. Don't be so hard on yourself. Life lesson number six, your health is an investment, not an expense. Unfortunately, many forget or fail to realize this until it's been affected. It's so easy to place other things like work as a higher priority than our health, but without good health, how can we work? Good health is the highest form of wealth. Your health is your greatest gift. Never take it for granted. Life lesson number seven. You grow rich when you seek new experiences, not material things. Material things fall apart. They might even be forgotten over time. Experiences, however, live with you forever. When I look back, I remember the day I went cliff jumping when I packed my bags and moved to Florida with my wife, when I gave my first keynote speech, and when I hosted my first retreat. Almost always when we look back, we remember our experiences and not things. Experiences stretch us because they push us out of our comfort zones and into growth zones. And as we gather more experiences, we grow. Four memories build relationships, expand our mind, and therefore grow richer in the mind, body, and spirit. Life lesson number eight, every second you spend comparing your life to someone else's is a second spent wasting yours. Comparing ourselves is one of the most toxic habits that can drastically affect our mental health and emotional well-being. The truth is that each and every one of us are unique. We all have our own story to keep writing and our own paths to keep walking. So instead of comparing yourself with others, create your own definition of success. As long as you stay true to this definition, you are successful. Life lesson number nine, life is problems. Living is solving problems. Life is a series of problem-solving opportunities. The problems you face will either defeat you or develop you depending on how you respond to them. As Mark Manson said in his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, don't hope for a life without problems. There's no such thing. Instead, Hope for a life full of good problems. Life lesson number 10. If it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. Peace of mind is worth more than any sum of money. If you sacrifice it, you take debt that you can never repay. Life lesson number 11. Nobody deeply cares what you do. Everyone's got their own problems. Stop belittling yourself and start being yourself. I can't tell you how many times I used to say, I'm just worried what other people are going to think about. 
The fear of external judgment is one of the biggest things that holds us in our tracks. The truth is, whether you do good or bad, there will always be people who will judge you. That's just the way of life. And all you can do is give your best. Focus on what you can control and ignore those who make you feel less worthy of who you are. When you allow the fear of what others think stop you from doing what you know you must do, you give away your power. Remember, no one can ever make you feel inferior without your consent. Life lesson number 12. Kindness is a gift everyone can afford to give. It costs nothing to be kind. But what kindness does to the other is priceless. No one knows what life has in store for them. Being kind and supportive will go a long way in transforming your life. Because one day, you'll need kindness from other people. Life lesson number 13. Focus on improving the process, not just hitting the goal. By focusing and redirecting your energy on the process, the more you will enjoy the journey and the results. Think about this. The first time you ever played a sport, I'm sure you're probably terrible in the beginning. But once you forgot about the score and who was winning and you shifted your focus to the process and you became better, you actually started to enjoy things just a little bit more. I'm sure sooner or later, it doesn't matter who's winning after that because you're learning the process and getting better results. If you put all your energy and focus just on the final results while ignoring the process, you will never walk away fulfilled because your happiness is only tied down to the results and not the process. Practicing the process is not always exciting, but it will get you to where you want to be if you learn how to embrace it. Life lesson number 14, you can't change people, but you can change your boundaries. People will be people and they will continue to do what you allow. Setting boundaries is your responsibility. It is your job to communicate these. You get to decide what is and what isn't allowed in your life. If you don't choose, others will choose for you. Life lesson number 15, you will never feel truly satisfied by working until you are satisfied by life. I remember hearing this metaphor from one of my most favorite books called The One Thing. Imagine this. Your life is a game in which you are juggling five balls. Work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it'll bounce back. The other four balls, however, family, health, friends, integrity, are all made of glass. If you drop one of these, they will inevitably be scuffed, nicked, perhaps even shattered. Life lesson number 16. If you're searching for happiness, you will only find unhappiness. I remember when I used to think, Happiness was some magical destination I'd one day arrive to. Thinking to myself, when X happens, then I'll be happy. Most of my life, I lived this way. I was always chasing the next big thing. I was in constant pursuit of what's next, never truly indulging in the fullness of what I already had and what's here right now. Here's what I want you to realize. Happiness is not a place. Happiness is a flower of contentment that you carry with you everywhere you go. And you are the one who chooses whether or not to water this flower every single morning upon waking. If you don't water it, it will wilt. Life lesson number 17. 
Journaling is a priceless form of therapy. It's simple. It will help you think clearly and understand yourself better and make better sense of life. Journaling is simply the act of reflecting and thinking about certain aspects of your life and writing them down and translating your thoughts into words so you can have a profound impact on all areas of your life. Writing helps you declutter your mind and better process your emotions, both of which lead to better thinking. Plus, if you write your goals, you're 42% more likely to achieve your goals simply by writing them down. Just five minutes a day and go a long way. Life lesson number 18. If you chase two rabbits, you will not catch either one. In one simple word, focus. In a world full of so many distractions, being able to give your full attention to one thing at a time is extremely powerful. You can simply get more done in your life if you focus on one thing and do it really well. You can't do everything, but you can do something. And you can do something and focus on that one thing until you do something else. Focus will set you free. Life lesson number 19. We don't decide our futures. We decide our habits and our habits decide our futures. Habits are key for success. If you want to change something or learn something new or achieve a big goal, you must build a habit around it. What you do today is a reflection of who you'll become tomorrow. Life lesson 20. The people you spend the most time with will shape who you are. I'm sure you've heard you are the average of the five people you spend the most of your time with. Therefore, if you're not consciously aware, the people you interact with can influence you, your beliefs, and even your behaviors. Life lesson number 21. Failure is your friend. Fail forward. Failure is the end of one chapter and the beginning of a new one. It is an opportunity to pause, reflect, and to try again to build something new or even innovative. It's an opportunity to get back into alignment and a chance to learn and change. While it may feel awful in the moment, it's part of your path. Start embracing failure and start failing forward. Life lesson number 22. Be smart enough to ask for advice, but be wise enough to know who to seek it from. There will always be someone who will feel entitled to give you advice in life. And the sad truth is that these people will share their opinion on any subject, even when they have no clear experience in it. Life lesson number 23, what you appreciate, appreciates. The more grateful you are, the more beauty you will see all around you, the more generous life will seem and the happier you will become. I'll never forget when I went to the hospital back in 2021 after getting pneumonia. I let it go for too long and I almost developed sepsis. As a result, it left me out of the gym for a few months and it shifted my whole perspective on life. This perspective showed me just how precious the gift of life is. Life lesson number 24. Self-love is born out of self-acceptance and self-awareness. The only way to discover this is through solitude. We must create space to look inside. Do you ever know why you self-sabotage? It's because you're trying to measure up to a false image that's based on what you were taught 
it means to be perfect. You believe that you're supposed to mirror that image of perfection, even though you're realizing how it's completely contradicting to who you are. But because you don't measure up to it, you scrutinize yourself and you hate yourself. You reject yourself for not being what others expect you to be. And you hate yourself for not having the courage to explore who you authentically are. So you end up wasting away in this unworthiness, masking your inner pain and self-sabotaging your growth. So here's what I want you to realize. You're struggling to step into who you want to become because you're not being who you are. Let go of that story and find freedom in surrendering. This will open you to loving yourself for who you are. Life lesson number 25. You can't be everything for everybody. In a world filled with people, no matter what you do, someone will always find a reason to not like you. They are not your people. And that's okay because you are not for everyone and that's okay. You are not for them and they are not for you. Lightly wave them on, continue along your way. Sharing your path with someone is a sacred gift, but don't cheapen that gift by following yours in the wrong direction. Life lesson number 26. Look for the opportunity, not for the obligation. My effort is always low when I feel like I have to do something or I'm supposed to do something, and I'm not thinking about the opportunity, but rather the obligation. The reality is this, is when you change your verbiage from you have to do something to you get to do something, your life changes. Life lesson number 27, listen more than you speak. By listening more than you talk, you can understand other people's perspectives and therefore help them. The highest form of knowledge is empathy, for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another's world. There's always multiple truths in every situation. If you can truly understand and empathize with that person's truth, even when it seems to contradict your own, you can always help solve any conflict. Life lesson number 28. How you perceive yourself in the world is how others perceive you. A reflection of your character is how other people see you and treat you. Your response to people depends on your awareness of yourself. Look inward and become more curious. It may surprise you. It may not be what you want to hear, but it may be what you need to hear in order to change. You attract what you are. Become better and you'll attract better. Life lesson number 29. Time is your most precious gift because you only have a set amount of it. You can make more money, but you can't make more time. When you give someone your time, you are giving them a portion of your life that you'll never get back. Your time is your life. And that is why the greatest gift you can give someone is your time. Time is love and love is created through one present moment at a time. Life lesson number 30, listen to your body. It's always telling you something. Stop thinking about it just for a moment. You need to get really quiet. You need to get sensitive to you. The feeling in your body is where you'll find your intuition, your capability to act. This is not something you'll find in a how-to book or at some seminar. Your body is simply sending you messages from your core, your gut feelings all the time. You don't need to reason with these feelings. You just need to act on them. If your body's feeling anxious, breathe. If you're hungry, eat something. If you're thirsty, drink some water. 
If you're restless, take a break or go for a short walk. If you're feeling achy or stiff, stretch. If you're tired, take a nap. If you're stressed, take a day off. Life lesson number 31. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to receive it. There's such a big stigma for men that admitting a problem and seeking help is perceived as being weak and that what is seen as strong and tough and manly is avoiding problems, ignoring the pain and denying reality. However, the opposite is true. It's a sign of weakness not asking for help. For the longest time, I was this guy. I didn't want to ask because if I did, then my ego would be hurt. It's okay to ask for help. And it's okay to receive it equally. Life lesson number 32. You are enough. You are enough. You are enough. Now, I want to be clear what that means and what it does not mean. You are enough does not mean you have been measured and considered and judged and that you finally earned a label of being enough. It doesn't mean that you've worked long enough, tried hard enough, presented well enough. It's simply who you are. The you that you are is enough. You don't have to be more or do more or buy more to be who you are meant simply to be. You are enough does not mean that you are the final product, complete, finished, all done growing, changing, learning things forevermore. You are enough does not mean that you're perfect. You are enough doesn't mean that you have to get everything or have to be everything. It doesn't mean that you need anyone or anything else. You're enough doesn't mean you understand how much you need to do or how small you are in this vast universe. You're enough absolutely does not mean that you never need any help. Obviously, we just heard that one. When you know you are enough, it's easier to ask for help. You know that your imperfections and your difficulties don't reflect your worth because you already are enough just as you are. If being enough means being perfect, then you are enough. It's just another way to hide your true self. You probably hear that you're enough and you think to yourself, well, I know I'm not perfect. So either I'm not enough or I have to hide who I really am. That's not the case. You are enough means that you are made to be you as you are on purpose. It is no mistake that you are this person in this place at this time. You are enough as you are. That's all you have to be and all you have to do. You already are enough. You are enough means you can grow and change and continue to become because you aren't trying to prove yourself. You're just trying to be yourself because you are enough and you are. You were enough before, you are enough now, and you will continue to be enough as you are. As you become more of who you were made to be, you are enough. And there we have it. That is 32 life lessons and 32 years. If this episode resonated with you, please, please, please do me a favor as a gift and share this with a friend or someone that you deeply care about. This was one thing that I really put a lot of work into, and I'm so grateful to be able to be sharing this message after 32 years of being on this planet. So I want to say thank you again for listening today and all the other episodes if you have. And here's two more. We'll see you on the next one. This is The Higher Podcast. Gravitating toward your higher self.